This bonus emergency pod is on Zion Williamson's right knee lateral meniscus injury and subsequent procedure. In this pod, you'll learn about the injury, the surgery, his return to play timeline, and what it means for his career moving forward. So today, the Pelicans announced that Zion, who was going to be out for a couple weeks with quote-unquote right knee soreness, actually now had a procedure on that right knee for a quote-unquote lateral meniscus debridement. First things first, typically, and I mentioned this on my last pod about Zion, is that when you have this ongoing knee soreness, typically it's due to an insult to the cartilage or the meniscus. And so, it's not really that surprising. What a debridement means, it's a procedure where they will shave down the part of the meniscus that is irritating the knee and then take it out. The hope is that it's a small part of the meniscus. And the reason that's important is twofold. One, the meniscus generally is a dual crescent-shaped piece of tissue, cartilage, that sits between your tibia, your shin bone, and your femur, your thigh bone, and it helps absorb shock, it helps reduce friction as well. So when you remove a piece of that, it's going to change some of the properties at the knee joint. Additionally, on the lateral side, the meniscus actually serves a more critical function than it does on the medial inner side, and that's because on the medial side, the bones are more stable. They have a what we what's called a convex concave relationship. The femur or thigh bone is outwardly rounded, whereas the tibia on that side is inwardly rounded. So they fit together much better than the lateral side, which is what we call a convex convex relationship, where again the thigh bone, the femur, is outwardly rounded and the tibia is slightly outwardly rounded as well. So there's much less stability compared to the medial side, which leads to greater translation on that side and greater shear force. So the meniscus on the lateral side has to serve to mitigate some of those bony, bony issues by providing extra stability and attenuating greater shear forces. So to that point, what we've seen in the research is that Lateral meniscus debridements are often called meniscectomies, meaning a meniscus removal, piece of a meniscus removal, not the whole meniscus. That's not done anymore. That used to be a thing where they would just remove the whole meniscus, which is pretty ridiculous when you think about it just on theory alone. But they remove a, a little piece or whatever piece is irritating on that side of the meniscus. And the research has found that with those lateral meniscus removals, you can see arthritic changes in the knee in less than five years in athletes where on the medial inner side, you can go for over 20 years and not see those same changes. That being said, 
Arthritic changes doesn't mean arthritis. There's different stages of arthritis. There's mild, moderate, severe. Most of us think that's bony, bone on bone. That's severe arthritis. So arthritic changes just means an increased wear on the cartilage outside the normal wear and tear on cartilage, the meniscus that exists over time in active individuals. So that's the real concern for Zion here moving forward is the procedure that he had on the lateral side going to lead to some of those short-term arthritic changes which can lead to persistent pain, discomfort, and affecting his game. Now, the key thing really here for Zion is going to be utilizing this as a wake-up call for what he really needs to focus on moving forward. His weight is an issue, and that's because he did pick up some what I call bad weight over the summer, meaning it wasn't lean muscle, but it was a lot of fat. You could tell that just from his his definition changed from the end of Duke to the start of Summer League. And so you just see that that change was there. Secondly, something I talked about in the last podcast as well, are his landing and movement mechanics, where he tends to really jump, not jump, excuse me, he tends to land on one leg, on his heel, with his knee extended. The research has found that landing pattern can lead to a ground reaction force, which is the force that goes up into your body, in a ground reaction force that's over six times your body weight. And so, obviously, if your body weight's too high, that's going to lend itself to that as well. Secondly, with him in that equation, he's jumping so high, that, so the landing force itself is already higher, right? So he has all these risk factors that are associated with this increased cartilage wear, and now he has an overt lateral meniscus procedure to remove that irritated piece of tissue. And the timeline-wise, the Pelicans have given a timeline of six to eight weeks, which lines up with an, uh, the typical return-to-play timeline in, in these cases. The research actually shows the average is about six, so it made sense the Pelicans are giving uh, some extended coverage for him so as to not apply pressure. Whereas if he had the meniscus say repaired, which is when they actually go in and stick the meniscus together, the average return for high level athletes is about five and a half months. The reason he couldn't have that repair done most likely is because the more peripheral or the outside that you get with the meniscus, the less blood supply it has, meaning it's avascular. For tissue to repair after it's stitched back together, you need blood flow. So meniscal repairs are only applicable to those areas in the meniscus that has blood supply. So in this case, I'm almost certain, actually I'd be completely shocked if his tear wasn't on the peripheral aspect where a repair was not suitable in that regard. Because I don't see the, the New Orleans Pelicans risking his long-term future just for this season. That would have made any, any sense to me. So there are some risks for him moving forward based on the specific location of the tear. Far more so than if it was the typical medial or inner meniscus tear 
which is which is more commonplace than the injury that Zion had. I will have a video coming out on this in a couple of days. The YouTube channel is at 3CB Performance, 3 Charlie Beta Performance. And you can always find me on Twitter and IG at the same handle, 3CB Performance. Until next time.